This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie, and we're both really sick. So <laughs> I wouldn't say we're really sick. Welcome to... <laughs> we have a cold. Welcome to Cootieville. And there's my phone, because that's how we do this at Straight from the Net. I know. But if you hear coughing and you hear snot and sniffling, <laughs> mind your business. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you what. This is our level of dedication for you people. Like, I find it hilarious that I had a GERD flare for, like, five weeks. <laughs> and my consolation prize of sort of trying to move on because I'm starting to finally feel better from that aspect. Like I still kind of feel the esophagitis slightly in there, but the consolation prize is like, here, have these cooties, right. snot and here cough, is- and okay. yeah. I'm getting double ear infections like a fucking toddler. I know. I'm like, well, it's like, do you need to get tubes in your ears? What the shit is that? Who I get gets them as an adult? Ear infections all the time as an adult, and it's fucking bullshit. So today, this weekend, I, I, well, first of all, we had some really sad news on Saturday, on Friday, that we, um, we lost my best friend's mom, who was basically like my mom. Um, yeah. but moving on from that, uh, I was feeling sad, so. I was like, I'm going to watch cheesy Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. Christmas movies do something to me, people, that they don't do to other people. (laughs) Christmas movies make me fucking angry. Did we talk about this already? Because everybody's getting their certain someone. Because these bitches end up like... Spending three days with people and then getting fucking engaged and all yes. of a sudden they're royalty? Did we talk about this? Yes, we did a little bit last yeah last time and you were not happy. And <laughs> like, it truly angers me. So, instead of just not watching them because I know I'm going to get pissed off, that's what I did yesterday. I know, like, why are you doing that to yourself? You're already sick, got a double ear infection like a toddler, and now you're going to watch, like, you know, these movies because that you I don't wanna, bother you. I will Shit. I want to feel. Just turn it off. I want to feel something other than sick, so I choose anger. <laughs> <laughs> I choose anger. So today, I feel like shit. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna dye my hair. I'm gonna make myself feel pretty. Oh Lord, you gotta go check out her TikTok that she just posted today. You guys have to go look at it. I y'all, almost peed my pants. Y'all, my hair. My hair. Is orange. It's not orange. It's like, it looks like I dipped my head in Kool-Aid. It's like a burgundy, yeah, a Kool-Aid color, because it's not red, it's not orange. It's not what hair's supposed to be. It's not purple, it's, you can figure out what to explain it like. It's like a burgundy. It's, It's like a hot fucking mess, is what it is. And now, I have Paco's fucking fancy dancy work Christmas party <laughs> on Friday. God. And this is what this is how I'm going. This is it. It's going to come down. This is it for me, people. Cuz it's really only at your roots. Your roots were coming in oh. and you're blonde. You know what? Brad Mondo. You're a blonde person. Brad, Brad Mondo said, "Don't do your roots first because your roots process faster." And what did I do? Went right into those roots. I knew better. The rest of it doesn't. The rest of it looks like a darker cut. Co- well, in the TikTok video, it all looks like Ronald McDonald. It does. Like, and it does not look like Ronald McDonald right now. I don't know what the hell was shining on your head that it made was, it look that it way. Was, I think I have a lot of yellow lighting. Like, the lighting in that bathroom has a very yellow tinge, and I think that's what did it. 
because it looked the most Ronald McDonald-y wet ass hair I've ever seen. And you don't look that color here. It's like a burgundy. It's a fucking hot mess. I'm not color. happy. I'm not happy with it. Oh my gosh. Well, this past weekend, it was our little guy's seventh birthday. And birthday. that was really fun. Um, So we took him to the library because he loves his bedtime story. That's like his favorite thing in the whole wide world. I know he really likes it, but I also think it's like, well, I don't want to go to bed yet. So I'm going to just figure out ways to like, you know, make it so I don't have to go to bed yet. But I think that's what it was at the beginning. But now he just really likes it because now he's like, I brought a book over the library and it's like so adorable. Like he's really into it. So we took him to the library to get him a bunch of things because he was sort of reading the same book from his own school library. So we did that. And then we took him to Bing's and we let him pick out his own cake. Because Aww. he kept sort of changing his mind about what he wanted. So we're like, how about if we go to the bakery and you pick out whatever cake you want in there. So we took him there and he was like, oh my God. Like he was so hyper and was jumping around and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh wow, this is fun. Let's give you some more sugar. So we gave him the, gave him his cake and he ended up what picking it. It was really cute. It ended up being, it looked like a frozen cake. Uh-huh. Um, but not like in that, I don't know how to explain it. So it was like a smaller sort of cake. It was just enough for all of us, like six pieces. It was small, but it had blue and white jimmies all over it. Oh. Yeah. And then on the top, it just had, it was like white with like a dollop of like blue and it kind of was, it was almost trying to look like a snowflake almost. Oh. But then when you cut into it, it was vanilla icing and it had two layers of vanilla on the top and bottom, but in the middle it was blue. Nice. It was really, really good too. Um, So he got well, that. Well, it's Bing's. Bing's does the thing. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really good. So we took him there and then we took him over to the dollar store and he was able to go get himself. Some balloons, because we're like, you want to go pick out balloons? And he's like, yeah! You know, then he gets there, he's like, I want a drink. Okay, get a drink. You know, and his, you know, the sister's with us and everything, so we're all together. And then we took him to GameStop, and we got him a new controller, we got him some V-Bucks. Like, we wanted him to do the things that he would want to do. And he loved it. And then I finally felt well enough that we took all the kids to go see the new Ghostbusters movie. Right? <gasps> oh my god, I it made me cry. It so bad. I was bawling my eyes out at the end. I was like, oh my God, don't this is so me. good. Don't tell me. I'm not, I'm not going to ruin it. It was, it was a little slow-ish for me, like getting kind of started. But then once you kind of understood what was going on, it was great. It was what you wanted to be. It was, I don't know. It, to me, it was better than the one they did with the girls. I was not a big fan of well, the one the they did with the girls. the one they did with the girls was, it was supposed to be campy and silly. It, yeah. It was supposed to be more like the original, which was, you know, just... Dan Aykroyd and, and, you know... The boys. The boys. Yeah. And they were always campy, funny comedians. So that worked for them. But I I really want to see this because I really like the plot. Like It is, was This is very Don's good. grandkids. And, and Paul Rudd's in it, and he's so sexy. Oh, he is great he, in it. He was voted the sexiest man alive, and I agree. I've done seen that. So we got to see that. And that was actually not just for Little Guy's birthday. That was for, like, the older kids because they had done so good in school. You know, Jonathan turned his grades around. I think a lot of kids really struggled last year. Well, yeah, um, it was, last really year Really struggled. Hard. Yeah, it was really, really difficult. And now they're back in school, and they're both kind of, you know, doing really good. Jonathan missed AB Honor Roll with one C. He was, like, so pissed. And then our daughter oh. got AB Honor Roll, so we were really excited about that. So we took them that, and they got to get everything they wanted, and we blew all kinds of money. And now we're, like, trying to do Christmas shopping, and then... I'm like, oh, goody, now I have a head cold. Fantastic. And I feel like dirt, like whatever this is. I thought I had strep throat for like two days because my throat is so fucking sore. My throat is still so sore right now. Yeah. Usually at night, 
Like when I lay down at night and then I get up in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, my throat hurts so bad. So I'm looking forward to like moving on and maybe now I'll be able to like function and enjoy my gosh damn Christmas. But on that note, we have some things to talk about. We do. So do you want to go or do you want me to go? I really want to talk about this one first. Let's do it. I have held on to this one. The minute you left last week, maybe not the minute, maybe a couple hours, this one popped up. And I was so annoyed that I didn't get it before when you were here because I want to talk about that. Right. This is out fucking rageous. So this is from the New York Post. And it was woman caught breastfeeding her hairless cat on a Delta flight. I am not kidding. It really, really did happen. So it says a woman who took a Delta flight recently wasn't kitten around when she Uh, whipped out her breast and started feeding her hairless cat. I can't. It's insane, right? I mean, it's just like you, you think okay. of how far down society can go and, and like, take it further. I understand when people are like, oh, my fur babies are like my kids. I get it. I get that. Like, my sister treats her dog like her child. Mm-hmm. But there's a line, people. Kira's not breastfeeding the puppy. You do not breastfeed your animals. No. So it's... <laughs> The unidentified flea flea male, flea male, flew from Syracuse, New York to Atlanta, Georgia, where she was caught breastfeeding her feline on a plane. A flight attendant told her repeatedly to stop and put her cat back in its cage. However, the woman refused. A message was sent through the aircraft communications addressing and reporting system. It's called ACARS, A-C-A-R-S, to alert Delta crew in Atlanta that a passenger in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when flight attendant requested. A photo of the message board was found on Reddit and was posted on Twitter by author Rick Wilson. And it, like you could see, it's, you know, the board and it, they posted it there. Flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth, who was on board during the incident, took to TikTok on November 13 to explain more of what went down, Newsweek reported. The woman had one of those, like, hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket, so it looked like a baby, she said. Her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier and the cat was screaming for its life. Elizabeth revealed in another video that security got involved. However, she's unsure of what happened to the woman and her cat once the jet touched down in Atlanta. The Delta employee who sent the ACARS message, who also requested the Delta's red coat team, which is like, holy shit. Okay, so they got men in black and then Delta's got something called the red coat team. They're calling in the big dogs. Yeah, they're calling them in. So they said uh, the Delta's red coat team apprehend the woman once they got to the ground. Red coats are the elite airport customer service experts identifiable by their bright red coats. They are specially trained to handle on-the-stop customer issues, according to Delta's website. The airline's website also outlines its policy of women breastfeeding children. Delta, but it's not the fucking same thing, first of all. It's not. And first God, of all, why are we making the leap for that? I am so concerned. Like, this is, my mind went here, and I don't know, maybe because I know biology. In order to breastfeed, Mm -hmm. you need milk. Right. So in order to, you can get breast milk after you've breastfed. Like, if some women, like, will continue to pump and pump and pump until they Mm -hmm. get their milk back. Mm -hmm. There are ways to get your milk hormones going without being pregnant. I've never heard of that, but I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I can't confirm nor deny. I'll take your word for it. But this bitch, did she fucking like pump and pump and pump until she got her milk flowing for her fucking cat? Like, <laughs> or was it like her emotional support cat, but like by licking her nipples or something? That's disgusting. I'm I don't know what to do about out. it. Please let my cat suck on my titty. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like <laughs> last night I went to bed and I was feeling particularly really bad. Right. Cause it was like, finally I was switching over from just a sore throat to this. It was right. finally like hitting. Cause I was like, is something going to happen or what? Like what's happening? So anyway, you get up in bed and by then, you know, when you lay down and you start to go to bed, you automatically just feel worse than you right. did during the day. So I looked at Bruce and I was like, can you please like rub, rub me or something? Because it always makes me feel better. And he's like, okay, you know, because of course, like he takes such good care of me. And I was like, you're my emotional support rubber. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. But anyway. This, the, this whole thing reminds me of a saying my mother used to say to me when I couldn't get my way. Where she would be like, tough titty, said the kitty, but the milk's still good. Oh, my God. Now. Well, here it is. So it says the airline's website also outlines its policies of women breastfeeding children. Delta fully supports a woman's right to breastfeed on board Delta and Delta Connection aircraft and in Delta facilities. Breast pumps are allowed on board at the airport. And if you prefer, many airports do offer private lactation rooms or spaces, the policy states. Delta allows animals such as small dogs, cats, and household birds to board domestic flights and must be able to fit in a small ventilated pet carrier. So they like, you know, take you all through that. But I'm just like, how? How? What is wrong with people? I don't know. People are fucking insane. People laugh in America because we allow this bullshit to happen. If that shit would have happened in China, she got executed. (laughs) <laughs> just say it oh my god <laughs> speaking <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm just joking <laughs> speaking, speaking of mamas I have a very sweet feel good story and this is from animalchannel.com alright and it says this mama bear brings cubs over to meet the man who treated her so nicely over the years Aww. A man had a black bear stop by his property one time, and instead of shooing it away, they actually became close buddies. And here's the mama. Aww. Um, In this part of America, black bears are known to be very common and comfortable with humans. In Asheville, North Carolina, the population of bears is booming, and in turn, they have come to live with people. Um, it seems for, for Patrick Conley, starting in late of the summer of 2017, a bear family started visiting him almost becoming like family themselves. In this video, we see the bear, Patrick named Simone, come up out of the woods to say hello. This is a usual occurrence for Patrick, but what we, uh, but what she was bringing with her was a huge surprise. Following behind her was our first litter of cubs. Oh. Patrick couldn't believe his eyes when he saw this, the cubs and he even wrote in the video's description that they were the cutest things ever to walk these woods. But he is biased. Simone has become like a close friend of Patrick to see the cubs. So seeing the cubs, like seeing a new family member. And there's the three cubs walking behind Aww. her. Oh my God. Make it even more obvious that Simone is extremely comfortable with Patrick and finds the humans to be her friend. She walks onto his porch. The cubs are, the little, are a little more cautious considering they've been, they haven't never been there before, but they trust their mama's lead. Mm-hmm. Eventually all three bears are on the porch saying hello. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and Patrick is just so completely in all. It is amazing to see what these you this usually animal doesn't interact with humans to be or be so friendly. After some time, the three bears leave the porch and walk across the street to climb the tree and play for a little bit. Both the cubs run and play climb a tree. There's the cubs in the tree. Mm. Um, but the mama bear stays close behind. After a while, roaming roaming in the woods, they head back home. They go deeper in the forest. Patrick knows that Simone is looking 
looking very well fed and considering how close they got all got to him, he hopes they will be back soon. So, yeah. How cute is that? That is adorable. It says we can watch Patrick's journey with the bears from the beginning and it's an amazing journey to watch. The mother now grandmother, a bear named Matt, Mate? Mate? I don't know. Has three bears. Mate? Maybe. Her hefty son, Maurice, Shy Solange, and Simone. He named one of those bears after Solange. <laughs> anyway, who you see in the video, and that's Simone. And there's a little cub. Oh my god, a little cub. But that is the cutest thing. And then there's a video. Oh. I was like, <clears throat> that is the sweetest thing. You know, I tried to adopt another dog last week. Really? I did. You know Lady hates other dogs. She doesn't actually hate them, I don't think. So the ones out back, well, see, I always thought that she, okay, a long time ago, my mom, well, my mom had this dog, Yodi, the one that just recently passed right. away. She used to be your <clears throat> dog. Huh? He used to be your dog. Yeah, Yodi used to be my dog. Well, anyway, we took Lainey over there one time, and we threw a tennis ball, and they both went running for it. Well, Lainey was like, fuck you, and, like, grabbed Yodi by the throat. Oh. And just put Yodi down. Didn't hurt her. It hurt her or anything. But it freaked me out enough that I didn't think that she would play well with other animals. But when I adopted her, it was under the guise that she was okay with other animals. In right. fact, when I got her, they put her in the play yard with other animals for me to go out and look at her. So I always assumed that, but then when I saw what she did with Yodi, it scared me enough, even though she didn't hurt him in any way, shape, or form, it scared me, and I just never kept her around other animals. But we have the two dogs out back that always bark at her, and they, she just goes to the fence, and they sniff each other, and they walk away. And then apparently, Bruce, when we were walking her out front, when she had, like, all this stuff going on with her surgery, <clears throat> the dog across the street, you know, the big German Shepherd, came running over and oh started God. sniffing her, and I was like, oh my God, he never told me. That's what? the cutest. Those, remember when we were sitting out there on the German Shepherd and the daughter pulled up with her German Shepherd and oh, the they dogs were, all were so excited? Yeah, they got to play with each other. Well, so he came over and was like sniffing Lainey and Lainey didn't even move, didn't bite, didn't bark, nothing. She just kind of sat there and let him sniff her ass and then he went over and peed and then after he left, she went over and peed on the same spot where he peed because <laughs> that's very hard, motherfucker. <laughs> so... I, you know, I've always wanted Iggy's ever since, like, I had this relationship before and he had an Iggy, an Italian Greyhound. And I loved this dog. Like, love dressing it up. I just love being everywhere with her. I just love this dog. So I always knew at some point I would want to have one. But they're, like, the hardest dogs to potty train. Like, they take a really long time and they're just very hard to potty train. So I always figured I would rescue one or something like that. Because I much prefer dogs that are not puppies, that are already house trained and all that stuff. I prefer rescues. Well, I guess there was a hoarder situation that came into Renee's rescues, uh-huh. and there's a shitload of them. But there's this one specifically that is an Iggy slash Poodle mix, and it's got fur on it, and it's so stinking cute. And I just could not stop looking at it. But I've been so sick that I was like, I don't know that now is the time to adopt an animal because I don't really know what's going on with me. And frankly, nobody still really knows. I still have to go for all these tests and stuff, right? So I was like, I don't know if it's a good time to bring another dog in. What if I don't have enough time to manage with this dog, blah, blah, blah. But I couldn't stop thinking about the fucking dog. So finally, I reached out to my friend Kathleen, who had the dog for a little while. She was like, just just do it. Because somebody else is already putting in to adopt them. But if it doesn't work out, like, you know, you could be next. So I did. And I'm assuming everything worked out because nobody's ever called me. But right. I was like this close to getting myself an Iggy. Well, good for you. I know. Well, you know, I'm like, I told Bruce. I was like, well, look, see, Lainey's this size. Because <laughs> she's like a medium-sized dog. That means I can have three more little ones 
because they'd be the size of her. Oh my goodness. Right? So this is what I was trying to do. And he was like, no. You're mathing wrong. Yeah. He was like, no. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. No. He was like, maybe one more, but no. And, you know, he doesn't really put his foot down too often, but that's right, what I was trying to he, do to him. He's going to be like, you're going to get sick and be freaking miserable. And then I'm going to He's going to have to be the one taking care of him. 15 kids, 42 dogs. <laughs> I know. But it's funny because I've always made the joke that the reason I don't win the lottery is because God knows I would hoard dogs. Yeah. And that wouldn't be the right thing to do. So, like, they know. I mean, the man upstairs knows, like, it, it's going to happen. But so... The worst thing Kathleen did was say, well, don't worry, because there's more from that lady. We're going to get more Ickies in, like, because she's hoarded, like, all these dogs. So I'm, like, just waiting for the next round of Iggy's to come in and see which one catches my fancy. Well, maybe, I mean, Ling's getting older. You, maybe you need, a, like, a little emotional support Iggy. <laughs> I know. Well, I just, I love dogs. Something you can rub. Yeah, I'm like, I, I lay with her every night. She lays right in the middle of us every night. But um, it's just, I've always, I've always loved dogs. I've always wanted them. I, I wanted a bunch of them. And I don't know. And I'm just thinking with like little dogs, you can get like two or three little baby dogs and take them everywhere with you. Like they don't take up a whole lot of space. But then, you know, poor Lainey's probably like, what, seriously, like I'm 13 years old. I'm getting ready to go through chemo because they got to give her chemo, you know. And she's, she's like, you want to bring some other fucking dog in here? Right, but I'm going like, to be, like, needing all your attention. Yeah, well, they actually, they said that dogs actually end up doing chemo better than humans. Like, they don't, like, lose their fur. It doesn't, that's not, like, what happens to them. But, so, uh, yeah, so, so I got to go through that. Speaking of little dogs, mm -hmm. remember when I had Hazel and now Jen has Hazel because mm -hmm. I left Ron and I had nowhere to put hazel so hazel lives out on a farm mm -hmm. where she is best friends with pigs and chickens and other dogs mm -hmm. so sunday i was with jen and she was talking to her boyfriend on the phone and it was on bluetooth and she was like are you sitting there with your little bitch and i was like who the fuck is this little bitch like who are you talking about and he was like oh do you mean hazel <laughs> and i was like Oh, hi, Hazelnut. And he was like, this dog just completely, like, perked up and was, like, trying to get to my phone because he heard, oh. your, voice, heard your voice. I was like, I know, because she knows who her mama is. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, Jen was like, no, you're you're not Hazel's right. mama anymore. No, no. She, when I come over, Jen still calls her, says, your mom is here. Your mom is here. Oh, really? But Jen is also a mother. So we're like a lesbian couple with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's great okay. that i only see intermittently yeah <laughs> um oh, all right God. so i have something okay i have something because people are fucking stupid man people are dumb and of I'm, course and i'm really upset <laughs> about how dumb people are okay because in america like, we just excuse this shit. So, I have this thing from Ranker.com, and it's people are sharing the stories of the most facepalm complaints that they had to deal with in customer service. And the very first one <laughs> is great. Okay. Okay. So, for many years, <coughs> um, many years back, I worked for a store chain which sold... Oh, you fucking asshole. Thank you. It reloaded on me. Um, that, was, that sold products related to nature. Among them were Himalaya stone lamps, salt stone lamps. They were really big a couple oh. years ago. Oh, God, Remember I Remember everybody this. wanted one? They're actually really good for you. I still uh, yeah. haven't had one, but I want one. So it's a stone made of salt that encases an electric bulb. It is supposed to help regulating ions in your home and office. A customer called us to complain that their stone disappeared at home and asked for a <laughs> refund. 
As an open-minded as I could be, I, however, tried to understand what she meant by exactly disappeared. Story is, customer removed the stone from the bulb and put it in her dishwasher to clean it. I had to be super nice with her to make her realize that salt dissolves in hot water. Oh. Without her getting upset and getting offended. <laughs> it was a very lonely moment for me. It's good. <laughs> so we would be remiss if we didn't mention the whole Sharon Marie Calendar thing. Oh my God. Yes. Jay sent us this. Because it reminds me a little bit of this where people um, are like so just stupid about it. Right. They don't understand. So I'm sure that you've seen it on Facebook by now. But our friend Jay, our fact checker, sent us this last week right before we started recording actually. And we didn't mention it on the yeah, we podcast, ended up not having time. But we read it out loud and bagged up right before we started recording. Yeah. And it's still going strong. People have created Facebook groups right. around it. Tell them what it was about. So Sharon Weiss got a Marine Cal- Marie Calendar pumpkin pie. <laughs> and she burnt said pie. But then she was like, put a post up and was like, great. My pie's burnt. Thanks, Marie Calendar. Like, it was Marie Calendar's fault that she burnt her fucking pie. Well, it, she did the post to Marie Calendar's oh, yeah, Facebook page. And she put it on <laughs> Marie Calendar's Facebook page. Yes. And they were like, well, what? how did you bake it? We're so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, the comments come flooding in from people. Oh, my God. It's so and funny. they are pretty much the most amazing thing ever. And while you're looking those up, I saw one today. Where it said, what is the difference between these two? And the one was a Marie calendar box for a pie. And one was just a calendar, like a, you know, calendar for the month. Right. And it said one is the pie that Sharon baked. And the other one is how long she baked it for. (laughs) For the calendar. I was like, oh my God. Like they are still going strong. This woman. I'm like thinking, God, could you even imagine? Oh, my God. I cannot. Mm-mm. That is crazy. I would be like, oh, my God. I am the laughing stock of, like, the world at this point. All right. Hold on. Would you go lay yourself down, lady? There's no way. She hears him out there. What and are she you wants doing? to go see what Bruce is doing. What are you doing? She's like, Sorry. I want to go see my dad. He's out there. And I, I know he's doing. I, I can't even say she can hear him because she can't hear. She's deaf. But she knows he's out there, and he must be vibrating, making vibrations. Oh, my God. While you're looking that up, yesterday, I'm sitting here in my office, and Bruce had gone outside to start putting up Christmas lights. Right. Like, do the Christmas, all the Christmas stuff, right? And I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden, I start smelling like acetone. But it's like a small, little tiny smell, right? And then it gets stronger, and it's getting stronger, and I'm like... Thinking, I'm like smelling my trash because my trash is next to me, and I'm like, smell I know like I fingernail polish. Yeah, it smelled like acetone, and I could not figure out where that was coming from. So it's like, you know, I ended up turning on my um my fan in here because it just ended up being warm, and it was warm yesterday. Well, and then I was like, oh my god, I started getting dizzy. Like it was so strong, I was like, literally, like my head was like bobbing. I was like dizzy. I'm like, there's like something that spilled or something. It's something's wrong. So he like goes out the garage and he's like, I don't see anything. I don't know. And I'm like, well, it only started doing that when you were out there fucking around with whatever you're fucking around in the garage. And I'm like, I can't even go in my office to work because I'm going to pass out. Like, that's how strong I ended up getting. And so you could smell it. As soon as you walked into my office, it would smack you in the face. So finally he goes back out there and starts really rummaging around and two stroke had like fall, like fell out in the garage. My office is basically converted from the garage. So there's like eight feet of garage and then the rest of it's like my office right we've made bedrooms out of the the two-car garage 
So it had like spilled and was like seeping. And just like kind of like not I think it got like into towards some of the cracks and then it like managed to get its way in here. But I was like, you got to be kidding me. So we had to like keep the garage open most of the night because I was like, I got to go back to my office and work. Like I have to get my job done. Nobody's going to give a shit that I tell them while well, two stroke fell. And I've got gas fumes just in my office. Just try not to get high. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to pass out and end up in the hospital. That was scary though. Cause we couldn't figure out what it was. Could you imagine sitting here and then all of a sudden you're like, where's that smell coming from? It was, it was a little anxiety producing. All right. I found it. Okay. So. It says, thanks, Karen Marie Calendar, for ruining Thanksgiving dinner. And it was Sharon Weiss to Marie Calendar. Mm -hmm. And it's because the pie was burnt. (laughs) Marie Calendar, Calendar very nicely says, hi, Sharon. Thanks for your post. We're really sorry to hear about our pumpkin pie letting you down this year. We'd like to get in touch with you so we can hear more and help. help, So send us a private message. Mm -hmm. That's how they handled it. Good for you. (laughs) <laughs> and this bitch was like, please send her a larger version of the back of the box. <laughs> so she could read the directions. Um, send it in the mail, certified. To sh- <laughs> so she can't say she didn't get it and blame another perm pie on them. <laughs> well, I wonder if she actually burnt the pie herself or oh, if sure she got she the pie and it was burnt. No, you have to bake Marie, Cal- Marie Calendar. She doesn't <clears throat> make like, she's not like Sarah They're not already re- <laughs> no. pre-made? She's not like Sarah Lee. Like, you, you can get stuff that you have to bake from Sara Lee, and you can get stuff that you have to bake from Sara Lee. She, Marie Calendar, you have to bake everything except for, like, their cream pies that you just let fall on the counter. All right, so they're not already pre-cooked. You just have no. to warm them up. Like, they are... They are, like, They've frozen. got the ingredients frozen, and then you have to cook them you in order for them, them to become the whatever. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Like, did anybody bother to ask if, like, she got the pie already burnt? No. And it says, why are you sorry? You didn't cremate her pie. You didn't say... <laughs> You didn't set her oven temperature to the hell setting. She did that all on her own. Maybe she needs to lay off the sauce before cooking next time. <laughs> oh, my God. Sharon, Mimi and I are sorry but about the pie. We had the grandkids over Thanksgiving yesterday, and today I have an appointment at the clinic, and Mimi is getting her hair done. Hope you and Ernest have a good weekend, and better luck with the future pies. I don't even know. I guess that was actually... Like a friend of hers, maybe? Right. Wow, so even a friend of hers right. saw this and was like, let me just tell you what's going on. We gotta go do this, this, and then this. Then there's one that says, ma'am, where is the recipe say you gotta bake it on the actual sun? <laughs> you do know the fire alarm isn't a timer, right? Oh my god. That is fantastic. Yeah. How many days did you bake this for? <laughs> <laughs> I just lost my job. Great. Thanks, Marie Calendar. <laughs> Ma'am, sometimes we accidentally make a post that should probably be in a private email, but it's okay because we can always delete it after it's been posted. Well, the damage is pretty much done here, but for future reference, next Thanksgiving, though, I would turn the oven down from Satan's asshole to more like 325. Good luck. (laughs) Satan's asshole. (laughs) Sharon's out here getting roasted as bad as her pie. Oh, my God. That is the funniest shit ever. I get it, Sharon. I didn't put enough coffee grounds in the coffee maker this morning, and we and the coffee came out weak. Thanks, Marie Calendars. <laughs> You're complaining about your food that, let's be honest, you ruined. While the last fundraiser in which you participated in was, ironically, No Kid Go Hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. They went, oh, God. They went onto her Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. Pretty oh. sure the instructions don't say eat pie into sun. So oh, my there's God. that. 
Someone had a little too much Thanksgiving wine and turned the burrow on instead of the oven. 375 for 65 minutes, and this one is delightful. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh, God, that poor woman. Oh, my uh, God. I'm no culinary <clears throat> genius or anything, but I'm pretty sure the instructions say to bake those pie, not light them on fire, and then stick them under the broiler. <laughs> Thanks to Marie Calendar, my wife left, took the kids, the house, and even the dog, and all I had left is this credit card debt she puts in. She puts us in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marie Calendar. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Oh my god. Thanks, Jay, because that shit is hysterical. It is. Oh my god. What? I just saw just um page six. Uh-huh. Just posted that Nick Cannon's five month old son, Zen, is dead from being brain cancer. Oh my god. Is wasn't that know. one of the other twins? I'm not sure. No, I don't I don't know. I mean, you can't tell he's got 700 babies, but I'm sorry now that that happened to you, Nick Cannon. That is awful. It is. It says Nick Cannon's son, Zen, has died from brain cancer. He was five months old. God, how do you get brain cancer? At five months? I mean, you're an infant. It's such a shame. So the Masked Singer host announced the devastating news on his epi- eponymous, I can't even say that, talk show Tuesday morning, breaking down in tears as he detailed his son's private health battle with hydrocephalus and a tumor. I always noticed he had a cough, and so I wanted to check it out. He explained he always had this real interesting breathing, and then by the time he was 10 months old, I noticed he had a nice-sized head. I call it a cannon head. We didn't think anything about it, but I really wanted to take him to the doctor for the breathing and get his sinuses checked out. We thought it would be a routine process. Cannon and Alyssa Scott welcome Zen in July. The family learned that Zen, who was Cannon's seventh child, had been building up fluid in his brain that turned out to be a malignant tumor. Oh, my God. Baby Zen underwent surgery to have a shunt put in to drain the fluid. Unfortunately, the tot's health took a turn near Thanksgiving, so Cannon flew out to Los Angeles to be with Zen and Scott. Um, <clears throat> the weekend, I made a valid effort, or this weekend, I made a valid effort to spend the most quality time I could spend with Zen. We woke up on Sunday and went to the ocean, and then I had to fly back to New York for the show. He said, oh, excuse me, he shared breaking down in tears. By the time I got in the car and was headed to the airport, I had to turn around. Kenan then tearfully shared that he held his son for the last time on Sunday. You can't heal until you feel, he told the audience, adding that he's at work so soon after because it serves as a distraction. Oh, gosh, that's awful. He called the episode a celebration of life for Zen. After Cannon shared the news with his viewers, Alicia shared a photo of Zen in her arms, lying with his eyes closed on her Instagram story. Cannon is also dad of 10-year-old twins Morocco and Monroe with ex-wife Mariah Carey, 4-year-old son Golden, and 1-year-old daughter Powerful. Wow, okay. With Brittany Bell and 5-month-old twins Zion and Zillian and with baby De La Rosa. Gosh, that is so sad. You know what? I mean, I really went hard on him because he just keeps flying. Right. I mean, he just we, plants we his feet all we over. We did go hard on him, but we also gave him credit because he is fathering all these babies. Like, he does, but he is very involved in that with their lives. He's not, like, an absent father. So, we got to give that to him. But I feel so bad because I can't even fathom losing a child. Like, I could not even. <coughs> Especially that little. Like, he didn't even have a chance to get moving yet. Right. Oh my it's very God. sad. It is very, very sad. Anyway, go ahead. What you got? Um, <laughs> I got a list of the 25 saddest movies of all time to go with. Really? Right? <laughs> That's what I got. Lord. Because well, I wanted to see if I agreed. Like, and I didn't read any of them. I wanted to see, like, if we agreed about them. All right. So, 
Pieces of a Woman in 2021, apparently. I have never seen it. Have you seen it? <laughs> I'm sorry, what is it? Pieces of a Woman? No. Um, It says... The film which follows a young married woman as she struggles with the devastating death of her baby during child with Jesus Christ. Oh. Yep, so that's probably really sad. Um, Little Woman 2019. The the one with uh not Julie not Winona Ryder. They're saying I don't think Little Woman, I think it has its sad moments, but I wouldn't call it one of the saddest moments of all time. Like I wouldn't call that. Alright. And then there's Rent, the movie Rent. All right. Which is also sad, but I don't think it's it ranks up as the saddest movie of all time. I mean, it's not like fucking Still Magnolias. Yeah. Manchester by the Sea. And this is Kenneth Longhorn film, which revolves around a depressed man taking care of his nephew after his brother dies. It's particularly a monument to depression. The, the bleary East Coast landscape on high, only heightens the aura of despair in Manchester by the Sea. So there's that. Blackfish, another one. Oh, that's the one with the whales. That was sad. Okay, I'll give you Blackfish. I'll give you Blackfish. I've never seen any of these so far. <clears throat> I have, I've only seen one or two. Okay, A Walk to Remember. That was sad. This, I will rank up there with the saddest movies of all time. But it's also one of the best movies of all time. Okay. My sister walked down to A Walk to Remember song. Walked Did down she? the aisle to it, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Inside Out, it's a kid's movie. I don't know what that one is. What's it called? Inside Out. Wait, is that the one where they have, like, they tell you, like, you know, anger and happiness and all that? Oh, yeah, that's the one. That was cute. It says, this is a rare film that can be enjoyed by kids and adults alike, but if you happen to be the legal driving age, you might find yourself welling up the feeling of the kid embarrassed about it. Don't pick. What? Whatever. They're, they're fucking awful writers. Um, <coughs> Ingrid Goes West. Never seen it. Never heard of it. The Never. Notebook. Alright, I'm sorry. It is the most amazing movie and we all realize from shows ago that Jamie has a little black heart and nothing affects her at all apparently except for Christmas movies. I Because do. she does not have a um, I don't know, a, Chris, a castle with a husband in it for you Christmas. You know what though? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I will give you the notebook. The mo- notebook was very sad. The The whole background story of the notebook was sad. Like, there's this man who's just trying to get his wife to remember him. Like, that was sad. And I'll give you the notebook. I'll give it to you. Too late. We already know how you really feel about it. I mean, I don't like it. Bambi. <laughs> Bambi, 1942. <laughs> Bambi was fucked up. Like, also, yes. another fucked up Disney movie was Dumbo. I cried from the beginning to the end of Dumbo. Bambi also fucked up because Disney, we didn't need to see them shoot Bambi's mom. I know. That was pretty hardcore. The Fault in Our Stars, which I will also agree is a very sad movie. You know what? I I watched some of it, but I don't think I watched all of it, so I can't really speak on it. The Titanic, which was not sad. Like, it was sad because it was based on a <laughs> true story of sad events. But they did not make that movie sad. Somebody, like, literally was like... She had room on that fucking thing for him. Like, not only did she have room on that thing for them, like, people were like, she is the most selfishest woman in the whole entire planet. Right. Somebody did, like, a whole post about it, and I was like, huh. 
Right. She gave zero fucks about Jack. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. She might as well have just kicked him off and, like, paddled away from him. Well, they went through, like, okay, so let's get this straight. She blah, 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 throws it in the ocean at the end, died. Well, like, (laughs) it just was so funny. You were like, what? So Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. This is the one where one of the Weasley twins died. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty goddamn sad. But only because that. my daughter's a Harry Potter fan and I yes. fucking had to watch them all. So with her muggle mother, mother, right? right? With, with her muggle ass mom. The Bridges of Madison County. I didn't feel like it was sad. Like it was definitely like, like it jerked at your heartstrings, but I wouldn't call it one of the saddest movies of all time. Uh, I don't even remember it now. I remember, I think I, I saw it, it says, but I don't remember it now. nobody jabs a tear like Meryl Streep who plays a housewife engaged in a brief and tumultuous affair with a traveling photographer, Clint Eastwood, in the sob fest of a romantic drama. Yeah, I I remember a long time ago either hearing about it or seeing it, but I don't remember it now. My girl. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. (laughs) She has her glasses on. Where is his glasses? Where is his glasses? (sighs) I don't know why I just said she, because it's totally what's-his-facey. Oh, my God. That is the worst. And he just went back to find her fucking mood brain. I don't know how you remember half this shit. Like, I, I really don't everything. understand. I don't even smoke pot. I don't do drugs. Right. You know, I don't know what it is about my brain that doesn't retain anything, but yours know. does. But Veda, it's your fault that he's dead. Anyway. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. I don't even know what that is. I remember hearing about that too, but I don't remember it. The all too real heartbreak of forgetting his explored metaphorically is Michael Gandhi directed, Charlie Kaufman penned, Movie about the estranged couple who opt to erase one of another from their memories. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, because they, they were, they didn't want to remember each other, so they didn't hurt anymore or something like that. The color purple. The okay. color purple definitely had some moments. I'd rank uh, it, but I'd rank it low on the saddest movies of all time. I don't remember it anymore. I remember watching it with Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so I do remember that part, but I don't remember anything in it to be able to be like... It's uh, Sally's favorite movie, so I've seen it. I know I've seen it too, but I don't remember why it's sad. All right, Tears of Endearment. Tears of Endearment, yes. Saddest movie ever. I can't. Saddest fucking movie ever had me fucked up for days. This movie will make you sob. Yeah. It's about a mother and a daughter, and they're super close, but they argue a lot, and then the daughter gets cancer and dies, and it's a whole fucking thing. Oh, my God. Like, um, I can't be watching that shit. Marriage Story, I didn't find it sad. I just, I just, it was just, it was actually mind-numbingly. That's the one we watched upstairs when you and I were hanging out that day upstairs in your bedroom. I don't remember it now. We watched A Marriage Story. Okay. I don't remember it now, though. And it was dumb. We hated it. Okay. Well, Sophie's I, I trust choice. you. Sophie's Choice, I'll give it to you. We can rank that up there with Sad. I don't even know what Atonement is. I didn't watch it. I don't know what Macy knew. Forrest Gump? (laughs) Forrest Gump was sad, but for the most part, Forrest Gump was funny. Like, are they taking these moments in the movies? Like, Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of wondering. I've never seen Hotel Rwanda. I've never seen Lila Forever. And that's it. Oh, God, That's it. But I just dropped my microphone. Movies that weren't on here that will fucking ruin your day. Such as All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yes, I know it's a cartoon, but that cartoon will fuck you up. It's, Fry- not, it's not a cartoon. All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yes, it is. Are you sure? Yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie Anderson and Burt Reynolds were the um, 
And Peter DeLuise were the dogs. Oh. Because um, I'm like, isn't there an updated one of those or something? Or a, a dog's a dog something where the a dog journey, keeps... yeah. A dog's journey home or something. Well, no, no, the one where he keeps, like, reincarnating yeah, into the Quaid. family. Okay. So, we have... Old Yeller wasn't on the list. Yeah. We have... Um, Steel Magnolias wasn't on the list. <gasps> oh, God, Steel Magnolias, yeah. Five oh, God. green motherfucking tomatoes. Yes. Not on the list. Uh-huh. How could they not have on Steel Magnolias? Because Sally Fields, when she died and she lost her shit at the end, I was hysterical. Where she was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I can run a marathon, but my daughter can't. Oh, my God. Don't even talk about it because I'll start crying right, right now. Like, that's my scene. That's mine and, mine and Jay's fucking movie. Man. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm like hysterical. Oh, like there oh are God, movies, you're going to be crying right now. <laughs> there are movies out there that will like oh. rip your heart out and Stop on them. The boy in the striped pajamas. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. We, a boy yeah. named Henry. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Who writes this shit? I'm done. I don't know. It must be like Are some... Are you really crying over the thought of Sally Fields crying over... Well, yeah. Because every time I would watch it, it was like so powerful. Like, if you were to lose a child, you would expect to be that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would lose that your part of mine. Yeah. I mean, and it's like with her... You know, her daughter was sick for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, back and forth, back and forth with all these things, right? So it was like, she went up and down, up and down. So it was like, you know, regardless, I don't know. I would expect, like, my daughter was really sick for a long time. And then, you know, this is what happened to her. And we had to say goodbye. And, oh. <laughs> oh, we got to, like, not talk about it anymore because I just can't even think about it. I would expect me to feel that way. But if it was, like, unexpected and all of a sudden you just get this phone call, I would be hysterical like in a coma. I don't I know that I'd any, be able to function. If I was any fucking character in that movie, I think of all my friends, I am definitely the Weezer. <laughs> How are you Weeza? I am absolutely... I am absolutely Weeza. You are not Weeza by any stretch of the no, imagination. No, you're bougier than me. You're Clary. No. I'm mean and i don't talk well, to anyone right, and i'm becoming right. a hermit I, I, i'm probably more clary <laughs> I, was say, I mean like... i could be true because you know i fucking love dolly but that she's she's not my personality my i did yeah you're right i'm definitely clary. i am literally the older i get and i've said it before i'm like i always thought i would be the grandmom that loved making cookies and having all the kids in the neighborhood over and i always had like you know a little candy in my pocket to give someone I thought I would always be that loving ass grandmother and the older I get and the way the hormones turn and everything else, like I am becoming a don't ever want to leave my house, grumpy as fuck, can't get happy. It's like, it's crazy. You're like, please tell me it's not going to be like this forever. I actually asked my mother because I was like, what the shit? I'm like, I used to have like this whole hippy dippy, everything happens for a reason, the universe loves you, blah, 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 kind of right. personality. Remember? Yeah. Oh, Went God. through that for like the longest time. We did. And I would be like, what the fuck? And he'd be like, oh my God, go eat your, your right. fucking hummus and Why shut the fuck up. Why don't you just go and find yourself some granola? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and shut up. Remember for the longest time I got stuck on hummus? And yep. you were like, oh my God, only you would have some hippy dippy fucking food called hummus. Fuck your hippie but, food, Danielle. I know. But I actually ended up calling my mother. Because I was like, I don't know what happened. I hit like 40 and I just was unable to deal with any stress anymore. I don't know why. I don't know where it went. I don't know why I turned into this person. But I found that 
I really just don't genuinely become happy or excited anymore about much of anything at all anymore at all for the very longest time. I get little moments where I'm like, yay, my friends. But in the overall grand scheme of things, the way like my life is the, the trajectory of things is like, I don't know what it is. So I literally said to my mom, I'm like, did you ever go through that? She was like, yeah, I went through a couple of years where I was like, I didn't want to like make any decisions at all because I knew my hormones were losing their shit. And I'm like, is that what's happening? Because it sucks balls, like, to feel this way. I think I'm going through something like that now. Not that I don't, like, I'm not, I don't generally get happy because that's just who I am. Like, you know, if I'm happy about something, the world knows. Yeah, um, I think you're a genuine, generally happy I'm person. I'm genuinely happy. But, like, there's things that usually made me so over the moon and excited. Like Christmas, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas, I, I I would start in Halloween doing zombie prom and then right. we would do all this stuff and collect up through, you know, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I would do these huge ass hauls and help Delaware families. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a couple years and I have no fucking urge to do it. Right. Which is odd for me because that used to be my jam. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would ask, you know, who can I get to help me? In Delaware, I'm struggling, and people would actually, you know, send their friends to me. And yeah, be like, to Jamie. You know, we need yeah. help. And I'm not even, like, and every year, and they're going to start coming within the next week. Every year, I'll get, like, 15, 16 IMs. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I Are heard, you doing anything? No. Mm-hmm. No, because I don't have the energy. I don't, like, my body is, like, doesn't absorb vitamins mm-hmm. like it should, and I don't have the energy for that shit anymore. Like, I'm tired all the time. I want to go home and go to bed right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it did make me feel a little better to talk to my mom about it because I was like, you know, there used to be a time when I was like happy and I would wake up and I'd have happy moments and stuff. And it's not that I'm miserable. I'm not really miserable. I'm just run of the mill. Just I think it's just our body. Flatlining. I think that's exactly it. I think that we've just, we're at an age now where we're just like, okay. Well, I'm like wondering if it's going to change itself. So actually, it's funny. Okay, we saw time. Remember before we were talking about doing that book where like the friends, yeah. they like they go back and everything. And um, I just I couldn't get my teeth into it at the time. I know it's like something good. But lately, like in the last couple of days, it's been really, really hitting me because I think I'm really going through like my midlife crisis. Like I think it's here. It's happening. Like I had some existential sort of crises, like, or crises, like, what am I here for? What am I doing? Am I making the right choice? Because, like, again, I think I said before, it's like, when you're 20, you can fuck around and have the wrong job for five years and be like, oh, let me figure it out. But when you're, like, 44, you can't keep fucking around and not having the right job. Like, at right. some point, you've got to, like, get this job. you got to start getting your retirement and all that kind of crap. And at the same time, your body's sort of, like, you know, like, fuck you over and everything else. So there's this whole feeling that I have now where I'm, I'm really interested in just... I kind of wish I could go back now. And my mom said you will get to that place at some point because now I'm getting to that place where I'm like the where I'm living at in life, everything between the social media and the way that, you know, the illnesses that I'm getting and like the stress that's put on me as an adult. It's I don't know. It got so hard. I think I'm saving. And I, I miss it. I'm saving my midlife crisis for marriage. Well, that's what I did, really. I mean, because I married Bruce, but, well, Bruce brought a shitload of baggage over here, too. Sure like, did. I mean, most of it, I would think, is almost, if not directly correlated to that. Yeah. Because I was lonely before, but loneliness has a different feeling. Loneliness is kind of like, I knew I always had my person, and I'm always one of those people. I've never been somebody who wanted to walk around and be single. I always felt like this deep 
inside I know there's a person for me out there. Yeah, being That's single why I was hard to. for you because it was because you don't like the loneliness. I think um, mm-hmm. my sister is the same way. Like she can bring herself to do things and be part of a productive member of society and all that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like if she is lonely, that is a really hard emotion for her. Well, I think for me too, I just assumed that I would have been remarried by then and, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, my kids were getting older and they don't need me as much. So it's like when I was younger, you know, with them, it wasn't so bad because it was me and the kids and they were keeping me busy. Right. I did I want something in my life? Sure. But it was a long time before I was really involved. I didn't have a boyfriend for like nine whole years. So Paco, it was lonely. Paco is buying me a new tree, a new Christmas tree, because I didn't think... <laughs> He's buying it for me because he knows if it's new, I'll put it up. Because I said to him, I don't think I even want to put up a tree. Because what's, oh, really? what's the point? Like, what I don't mean, have, what's the point? I don't have any kids here. You know, it's not going to be like, it's who's going to sit? It sits in the living room. We sit down in the basement. Like, I'm going to go through all this shit decorating this fucking tree and doing all this stuff. But for what? Like, that's where I was at with it. And... Paco was like, oh, look, there's a nice tree. And I think Paco's buying me a new tree because it's new. And he'll know because it's new. It'll excite me and I'll put it up. <laughs> and you can reach the top. And it's a five. it's only going to be a five foot it's tree. It's a five foot tree. So, yeah. Well, talking about new stuff. So there's some new stuff coming on TV. Oh, yeah? The new Sex in the City show. Oh, I have fucking no goddamn urge. I thought the fucking regular. Really? The, the first fucking one was fucking stupid and ridiculous. Like what? that whole thing, that whole... Oh, my God. Carrie fucking whatever her last name was got on my that God. Shawl. Oh, my God. They all got on my goddamn nerves. I like the slut. That oh, my was God. It. How are we even friends? I don't know. A lot I don't of like people... the notebook. You don't like Sex in the City. No. This is ridiculous. No, I don't. Oh, my God. I'm watched, so excited I've about it. I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. Well, I watched that, too, but only so far because after, like, the millionth season... I know Beth Ann watches it all the time, but I just, I can't keep watching it. It, right. it got so boring after a while. I, I, I did it with Supernatural. Like, I was a diehard Supernatural every fucking Thursday until, like, season five. And then I'm like, why is this show still on? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking forward like, to seeing that. Ones, the only ones that I don't, that I don't get, like, fucking flipped out about and, like, why is this still on it's like the fucking Simpsons and Family Guy. I'm like, oh, look, it's still on. I'm like, I'm fucking excited for them. Maybe because they switch their premise up every week. But, like, there's only so much demon blood Sam could drink before I'm like, yeah, he's got a problem. <laughs> it's time to move on. Right. How many times can you guys die and go to hell and the other one has to go and rescue you? I know. We get it. You're badasses. <laughs> It was kind of like that with Vampire Diaries and oh, a couple episodes it. of that, too. I didn't even yeah. attempt Vampire Diaries. I mean, I get, like, so far that I can't watch it anymore, but I am looking forward to that coming out. They are um, coming out with a new True Blood. What? They are going to reboot True Blood and do it closer to the books instead of what they did before. Oh, my God. I was obsessed. So was I. Obsessed with Charlene Harris. I, I loved those right. books. So they're going out and they're going to be closer to the books. And really, you know what? They're probably going to make them all millennials and have all kinds of weird ass shit in on this. They better not. Don't fuck up Eric Northman. Don't you dare fuck up Eric Northman. I'm like, why bother? I didn't know that they were rebooting that. So I'm excited about that. But our man, Keanu Reeves, is coming out with the new Matrix movie. I fucking saw it. You saw it already? No, I saw that it's out. Oh, you were like, I've seen it. You know I don't like the Matrix movies. You know, I do because I still, in my heart, believe it's right. very similar right. to what very we are living in. Hot, 
sci-fi and I'm like well I kind of believe that we're sort of in a simulation and that where we really are from like you know when people die they say they go back to this place I think that's where we're really from and we're in a simulation is what I think I don't think we're in a simulation but we might be because in a simulation there's bitches fucking breastfeeding their cats (laughs) well if you think about it it's like all you know the planet you know, we're killing our planet off and everything else. We so are, who's to say that we are? Because that's not what we turn Hawaii, into. Is Hawaii light body? Like your forecast to get twelve fucking inches of snow in fucking Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, my friends are there right now, and they that's get gotta like, be all right. Yeah, I mean they're in Maui right now, and they go for like two weeks. Look, and- look, Todd would be so good in a fucking disaster. Todd would be yeah, like, he would. wait, I have this. Todd would do. Here's it. Here's my he can would. opener. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don't even get him started on that fucking can opener. So, Todd, I think, would do great. Like, he'll yeah. be like, it's fine. I'm from Delaware. We know how to deal with snow. Uh, like, <laughs> like, Todd is in his glory. He's fine. Well, I haven't heard from him, but it, it, he keeps going, why don't you guys come out? Why don't you guys come out? I'm like, look, dude, my mental state is such that I can barely leave my house without my emotional support right? driver. And you want me to take a 16-hour flight? And you flight. want me to get on a fucking plane? I could barely even get on the plane. I made an asshole out of myself coming back from Orlando. Just Orlando. It was a two-hour flight. And I begged and cried and asked. I begged my husband, let's just turn the plane around. We'll just drive home. Please don't make me go. I mean, literally, I'm not even kidding. I was like this until I finally got sedated and shut the fuck up. And then I was like, oh, this is fine. Look what I did. You know, I did it. Versus, so big. I know. We got the plane. I was like, babe, I did it. He was like, but did you? But did you? So I can't imagine having to go to Hawaii. But yeah, Hawaii is like turning into it's global, a whole entire mess out there. Global warming is a thing. But just what, what's, who's not to say that what we were turns into that? I don't fucking know. I don't And know. we're simulating experiences because we've, we've ruined everything else. We're really aliens. Like we've become aliens that have moved uh. to like different planets or something. I don't know. But in the meantime, I guess we could talk about that a little later, but you could take us home, Jimmy. All right. You're like, you. fuck after all that shit. You're like, I don't even get to unpack the craziness you just said if to me. you. Fuck. Have recently discovered that you enjoy breastfeeding your household pet. Write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Straight From The Net on Facebook. You can find me and Danielle both on TikTok. Danielle is Danny from Straight From The Net. And I am just my name, Jamie Hullable, at uh, TikTok, whatever the fuck it is. And you can listen to us on all the major platforms where you listen to all your podcasts. You can also listen to us on something that we... <laughs> You're like, how am I trying to make that? I fucked this up. You're like... <laughs> Rewind. But we have something that not all podcasts have. Danielle, what do we have? <laughs> Sorry. I'm sick. First of all, again, I have to just... It's been a little while since I've said it. Do not write us in if you're breastfeeding your household pets. Do not write us in if you are fucking your household pets. No, that's all the stuff that Jamie tells you to write in. I, I, no. Just don't. It's fine. Uh, I, I, I want to read it. Like, she doesn't even have to see it. <laughs> it's going to come to the email. I want to see it first. My, <laughs> my email is jamiehollable at gmail.com. Just send it my way. <laughs> anyway, they put us on New York Daytime Radio. Whoever thought that was a great idea, we don't know, but they did. They put us on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And you can hear us every single Friday at 10 a.m. And if you miss it, that's okay. They're going to repeat us on Saturdays at 7, we think. And if you miss it, that's okay, too, because we usually upload it to our mother account, which is SoundCloud. And then it rushes out to Everly's, like all these tons of other places that you can hear your favorite podcast. So you don't have to miss it, but... If you get over to our SoundCloud account or you look at us on iTunes, give us a follow. That would be fantastic. Write us a motherfucking review. God damn it. 
This bitch is tired up in here. Right. Just entertaining you. this for three goddamn years. We get decent listens and nobody's like, hey, good job. You know what? Because we don't, we have to market more and we're both so fucking busy. We have to like figure out a way to like work time. that in. I don't know how yet. I don't have time to market. Um, you know look, what? Kathy's going to end up firing my ass and then I'll have all the time do. in the world. We can record all these things and then put them on OnlyFans. And they don't, <laughs> have, right. they don't have to necessarily be naked. But people will think eventually we'll get naked because it's OnlyFans. And even if they only pay for it once and they're like, well, that's $5 that we lost, at least we'll be making money off the shit. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next time at the same time. And we love you. Okay, bye. bye.